Hi, welcome to the Book Talks podcast. It's a podcast where we interview traditionally and self-published authors. What's their story about? What inspired them? What are the tips and advices they can give to aspiring writers as well? In this episode, we will be talking to Ms. Hadassah Alderson. She is the author of the book, The Bible According to Eve, The Women of Torah. Just for the information of everybody, by definition, uh, Torah is a compilation of the first five books of the Hebrew Bible, namely the books of Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. Um, I'm excited because this uh, topic talks about women empowerment, and this topic couldn't come soon enough in this time of age. Let's just welcome first on the show, Ms. Hadassah Alderson. Hadassah? Uh, hello. Um, thank you for having me. I, um, uh, I, uh, um, I'm glad, uh, I am glad to, um, to discuss my books with you. Right. I'm, I'm excited as well. Thank you for having time, uh, today. So let's get right to it. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, um, the book is entitled The Bible According to Eve. Tell us what's the story about. How did you come up with it? Uh, give us everything. <laughs> uh, I came up with my book because uh, I was I I was at work and I uh, had kind of um, an inspiration. Um, I thought that uh, I thought of a scene from uh, that that became the first poem of the book. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it uh, it was uh, it it became the first poem of the book, and then mm-hmm. I decided to write a book which described um, each and every um, woman in the Hebrew Bible. However, after I had written it, and it took several years, I realized that I had more than one book. And so I Mm -hmm. broke up the book into four different books, uh, the Bible according to Eve, uh, Women of the Torah, the Bible according to Eve, um, and then uh, the Nevi'im, the first of the Nevi'im, and then the and then a uh, second of the Nevi'im, and then a fourth book about the Ketuvah. Now, when I say the Nevi'im, I mean the prophets, mm-hmm. because if you look at the Bible according to, um, if I look at the Bible uh, in the Hebrew translation, mm-hmm. you have the prophets or the Nevi'im. Mm-hmm. And that is the historical writings, and then the prophetic books, and then the ketuvim is everything that is not either the five books of Moses or the prophets. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I wrote this out, and then I cut it into four books, and then mm-hmm. I sold the first book, the five books of Moses, mm-hmm. Women of the Torah, to a publisher. Mm-hmm. And uh, and now I'm looking into selling 
the rest of the books, the Bible according to Eve, to another publisher. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is uh, this is a definitely a profound uh, uh, concept. Um, I was I was uh, browsing it over earlier. The Bible according to Eve, the women of the Torah. One of the reviews that you got on Amazon. I don't you know if you're if you if you're aware about this. It says that a magnificent read, full of creativity and inspiration. It is very evident that the author has poured a significant amount of research into her book, and I couldn't agree more. Um, what was your What was your thought process, though? Um, uh, but first, tell us about well, yourself. I'll, I'll Okay, about myself. Um, Well, I always wanted to be a writer, even when I was a kid. Uh, You know, my uh, grandmother used to read me stories, and I always wanted to tell the stories myself. I also wanted um, to... um, I I also remember reading the Bible when I was little. Uh, It was a children's Bible, but Mm -hmm. uh, but it told many of the basic stories. And I um, and I uh, remember wondering things about it, like uh, why the uh, patriarchs had multiple wives, and why uh, and why um, uh, why the the patriarchs got to have favorite sons, because that just mm-hmm. didn't seem right. It, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I used to wonder about that. Mm-hmm. And um, and uh, anyway, that was uh, that that was one of the things I wondered about as a child. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I came to convert to Judaism, I uh, I was in a position where I could um, where I could uh, basically look into those stories more, uh, which I did for this book both by reading the Bible and by reading commentaries on the Bible. Mm-hmm. It says also here that, um, just for the information of, of our readers, that you are a member of uh, of the Hebrew congregation and you have, a, yeah. a, a, you have a bachelor's degree in history at Friends University in Wichita. Um, you yes. also spent one year at Claremont Graduate University in California studying philosophy. Um, I, yeah. I was I was just uh, wondering because you mentioned a while ago that you've 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 uh, changed religions to Judaism. Um, uh, what what how what, how did it go? How did it happen? What transitioned and what changed? Well, um, I, uh, I had uh, a lot of uh, problems uh, with uh, the, the form of Christianity I was raised in. Uh, it was uh, very apocalyptic, you know. It, it had to do with um, the belief that we were living in the end of times. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but um, when it came to... Uh, when I converted to Judaism, it was also because I liked the basic uh, theology of the faith. Mm. Uh, for instance, that um, that um, that acts of faith are what works are, and that it, it's what you do that matters, and not matter, and not merely 
what um, uh, not merely the abstract beliefs that you hold. I agree. I, I mean, agree I do believe. It. Yeah, I believe in faith, but I believe in um, in actually having to live up to your your beliefs. Mm-hmm. So that um, uh, that uh, that that is what the change was for me. Mm-hmm. I think that 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 particular sentence that you mentioned is um it it's it's a call to action for uh for uh you know uh, christianity as a general that just because you 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 memorize a verse in the bible doesn't make you a full-fledged christian at all you know it's it's about it should be based on your actions it's not about what you memorize on the on the on the holy scripture it's how you apply it on your on a day-to-day basis yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah well yeah well just just really um uh just really uh stress that idea that it um that what you believe in is what you do it's it's not just an abstract belief exactly and um and uh the the in my book i uh, i i also believe that um the one i am stressing is uh the understanding that um that uh, the bible is uh, that understanding the bible is a kind of call to action too exactly exactly and and uh um You've mentioned also about uh, the patriarchs having many wives and having f- a favorite son. Uh, in today's world, you know, uh, uh, as that as the term they would use, you will be canceled if you are to practice that. Um, w- what do you think? Uh, um, if you were to compare of the women of the past versus the women of today, um, how do you compare and contrast that? How do I compare and contrast the women of today to the past? Well, you know, women today have a lot more rights than mm-hmm. women did in biblical mm-hmm. times. Uh, it's the it's not that uh, it's not that um, um, it's not that women are less valuable mm-hmm. were less valuable back then. But it is um that um it is that uh somewhat like of a patriarchal that, command, right? Yeah, it's it's a the it's a back then people were more patriarchal. Yeah. And and uh in the situation that people lived under mm-hmm. was more uh was more primitive. The conditions mm-hmm. people lived under were more primitive and it was harder to survive. Exactly, and I, I guess you you addressed it when you when you stated that through understanding women who would have existed as long as four thousand years ago, we can make the Bible relevant for today's reader. In particular, those women who occasionally feel left out of the text, which is traditionally seen as written by men. Yes, I believe that uh, that one thing that women need to see 
and maybe and maybe men too is that the the bible can be relevant to people who um who have problems today like mm-hmm. uh you know if, if a woman feels that her husband is abusive or if mm-hmm. a woman feels that um that uh she uh her relationship with mm-hmm. uh with her husband is um stilted is uh tilted in her husband's favor mm-hmm. you know uh, basically feminist issues i think mm-hmm. if she can see herself in the stories in the bible then she gets something out of that because she mm-hmm. realizes that it isn't just her it's happened throughout human history mhm mhm and um what what's amazing to me when you you know when you know you bringing up this topic is that um the, the issue of um uh, women being being identified like um for the lack of a better term like a second class citizen it has been an issue in the biblical past it has been an issue 20 years ago it's still an issue of today for for you uh uh what needs to be changed and my second question is uh do you think that um the equality when it comes to because, because in today's world uh, uh men are not being com- i mean women are not being compensated the same as men you know in all forms and you know type like uh, um may it be salary may it be uh, a form of a uh, you know when 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 the woman gets uh, delivers a baby there's like a, a maternity leave and all that issue what do you think needs to change well i think um i think um what needs to change is that women need to be valued as people and i think you're right that things like equal pay and maternity leave are important um mm. i also think maybe um maybe what needs to change is that people need to understand that women's ways of looking at the world are just as valid as men mm-hmm. you know when i wrote my book i used um i used some ideas that i learned in high school mm-hmm. that said that while men think in terms of accomplishment women think in terms of relationship mm-hmm. and um knowing that uh what what needs uh, when people look at women they need to look in terms of the relationships women value and not mm-hmm. just the accomplishments women have 100% agree 100% agree what what um, and i and i i do have this Um I've been seeing this kind of uh backhanded uh comments from those misogynists and I, I'm always triggered by this and I don't mean to uh, uh make this podcast like somewhat like a you know a negativistic type of comment but what do you think of the uh, of of the statement that women can't lead because they're too emotional I don't believe that You know, uh first of all, I'm not sure women are always more emotional because mm-hmm. I I'm not particularly emotional myself in real life. 
but second of all, um, I think actually it's important when you lead to have a heart as well as a head. I and agree. That in that respect, in that respect, women may be the perfect people to lead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And wow, I mean, that's a perfect answer. I'm just curious though, how how long did it took you? Because you mentioned that this is like a four, this is like a four, uh, like a four book uh, a concept. So is that correct? Yes. Did I, did I, okay. So the the Bible, um, according to Eve, women of Torah, was this the first of the four? Yes. Okay. All right. All right. And um, I'm just wondering how long did it took you to to finish this particular book? I'm not sure how long it took this one in particular, but for the entire four-book set, I think it took five years. Wow, okay. Um, I think you're just the right person to, to to write this book, aside from the fact that you're a woman. You have a, a profound background, uh, um, uh, educational background, and I mean, you're, you're also inspired by your experience as well. What, what, what? The uh, what does your family think of your writing? Uh, actually, I think they're proud of me. I think my mom is proud of the fact that I write. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, she uh, she wanted to be a writer herself when she was young, but for some reason it never panned out in her case. Mm-hmm. So I think she's actually quite happy that I write. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, rightfully so. I mean, you've uh, this is just not. This is just not a, a normal, regular b- uh, book that you can see on the bookshelves. I think when people get to see this, uh, it's it's hard not to recognize uh, this kind of book for the simple reason that um, it's 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 um, it, it's uh, eye catching and thought provoking, to say the least, right? Um, mm-hmm. I'm just curious though, what do you do? Uh, what do you like to do when you're when you're not writing? Well, of course, I read a lot, but that's uh-huh. any writer. Uh, I also mm-hmm. uh, like going places like uh, the Nature Center where uh, mm-hmm. people walk, but it's mainly to look at the wildlife. Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then I like uh, I like um, I like going to the art museum. Uh, and then I uh, I like watching the news. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, and of course and of mm-hmm. course one final thing I go to my synagogue a lot. You know I, I right. uh, yeah. I'm have you done any like uh huh? Have you done any like uh, um, uh, um, like somewhat of uh, um, uh, like doing like interviews such as this or like a TED talk so to speak uh, about uh, this kind of topic? Uh, I haven't done a lot of interviews. This is my second one. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what do you think would be the takeaway of the readers after finishing this this book series? Well, I think they'd realize that the Bible is a lot more complex book than you would think on the surface, mm-hmm. and that by studying it, you can uh, you you can learn things over time. Mm-hmm. You know, the first time you read a book, you uh, you you get to know it, 
But mm-hmm. if you read a book multiple times, you learn that there are nuances in it that are not apparent on the first reading. And mm-hmm. what I hope in my book is that I bring to light things that even somebody who has read it several times might not have noticed. Mm-hmm. And... and, and um... Can you can you give us some samples of the poems? I I like the man eaters. Uh, uh, um, that's one of the poems on the book. Uh, give us uh, 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 a sample of some of the poems that you've uh, written in this book. Okay, and you're talking about the uh, second book. The um, oh yeah 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 the um, that's the women of the Torah right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, let me look it up just real fast. Uh-huh. No problem. And, uh... Okay. I'm sorry. It's, it's take your time. Uh, we can cut out the, 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 um, dead air. So not a problem. <laughs> okay. Sorry, I'm... It's okay. Take your time. No problem. Okay. I apologize if you were not prepared to for, for that uh, <laughs> for that question. It's okay. Take your time. No problem. So the first, uh, um, uh, the first book is the 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 Bible according to Eve, the women of Torah. Uh, how about the? Uh, is it the same as the Navim the, the one? Uh, his the histories yeah. Eve. And, okay, that's the yeah. same book, right? Okay. Uh, well, the Navim is the second book. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. All right. So all of the four books have been published, right? Uh, actually, I think uh, only the uh, uh, the man eaters, right? The man eaters. It's I think it's for the second book. Is that correct? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm I'm still looking. I'm not finding it on my it's okay. computer. It's okay. Um uh what I find interesting is that I'll I'll read to you 
um, the man eaters. Uh, this is on the second book. Okay, um, I, I find it interesting because uh, I, I'll for the sake of our audience, I'll, I'll I'll read it. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay, man eaters. Lord, the Lord gives a command. The women who bring the news are a great host. The kings and their armies are in headlong fight. Housewives are sharing in headlong fights. Housewives are sharing in the spoils. Even for those of you who lie among the sheepfold, there, there are wings of a dove sheathed in silver, its pinion in fine gold. That's from Psalm uh, chapter 16, verse 2 to 14. Oh. Right? Uh, yeah. Let me... Yeah, let me. Uh, I now know what to do. Mm -hmm. Forgive me. Oh, it's okay. I'd like for you to read it. I mean, j just so you know, this could be a very good audio book too. Have you considered that? I mean, because people on the go. Yeah. Would be, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's the third book. That's the problem. Oh, okay. Hmm. -mm. Okay. Okay, forgive me for doing this to you. It's okay. <laughs> no worries at all. Take your time. I mean we we can we can um, do editing on the on on, on, the, on this interview, so no not not really a problem. Okay. Whenever you're ready, okay? Okay, now can you tell me which what the what the psalms are that go along with it? Uh, yes, Psalm 16, chapter 12, verses 12 to 14. Psalm You got it? Psalm sixteen twelve. Mm -hmm. Uh I'm not finding it. Mm -hmm. It's okay. Oh, wait, um, minute, mm -hmm. wait a minute, I know what I'm doing wrong. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm really sorry for doing this to you. I, I know. No, no, no problem. No, no please don't apologize. I mean go ahead, take your time. Okay, this is actually an, I will say, well, um, uh, um, 16, 12? Yes. You're telling me it's 16, 12. Um, 
Okay, here we go. Go ahead. The battles Israel fights involve the benefits of the women joining as sisters to the soldiers who will share in the largest gained in battle. Um, let's see, what, uh, uh, it involves, um, uh, it involves the idea that women fight in men's battles as much as, uh, as much as, uh, as men do, and that women like Deborah and and Yale uh fight as well as they fight as well as the men and that they they fight as well as the men because they are just as courageous and courageous and brave mm-hmm. as the men you know it's kind of funny there was a conversation that i guess went on in washington about whether women could join um, the military. Mm-hmm. And someone brought up the possibility that women might someday have to sign up for the draft. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if that, I don't know if that will ever come to be or not. Mm-hmm. But, um, but in one sense, it would be liberation if it did. And that is that because during uh, w- during times of war, women would play an equal re- uh, an equal uh, role in in fighting than men. Now, like mm-hmm. I said, I'm not sure I take it that far myself, but perhaps mm-hmm. you know people should at least consider it. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I, 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 what, what's your take on that? I mean. There are uh, uh, well, you know, you know, uh, uh, you know, I'm I'm kind of ambivalent because you know mm-hmm. I, uh, I I sort of uh, think that uh, someone has to keep things going on the home front. You know, I mean, uh, right. you know, uh, during uh, World War II, there was um, uh, Rosie the Riveter. You know, was the big heroine for women. You know, mm-hmm. um, but also. And I hope this doesn't sound sexist. I think somebody mm-hmm. has to take care of uh, those children and other, yeah. and other people mm-hmm. who are home while men are fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, this assumes you know that there would be a big war, one that would require yeah. one that would require something like uh, a major portion of mm-hmm. the population. Uh, mm-hmm. Fighting in the military, mm-hmm. we haven't had one of those in a while. Even though I think we may have one soon in Ukraine. I hope not, but I I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, y- uh, like what I've mentioned earlier, you do have a very and I appreciate that answer because uh, um, it is just right. Uh, just because you're a woman, it is right for you to be to be you know ambivalent about things because there are it it's the 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 I think the 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 answer should be to should, you know based on situations as well like you when you said yeah yeah if there's like a large portion that needs you know a bigger manpower 
And I, th I think that, you know, that would be definite. That, that, that would be on the affirmative, right? But mm -hmm. um, since I have you here, I, I, I you know, um, uh, recently last year, like last quarter of last year, there's, there's, there has been this, um, I'd like to pick your brain regarding the, um, the Texas abortion law. Uh, have you heard of that? You know, I, in, uh, yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah. The state of Texas actually you know, has I, enacted. Uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I'm kind of ambivalent about abortion because I never know if I think. Um, you know, it's. It, it, I never know if I think that uh, the fetus is a child yet or not. Mm -hmm. But that being said, I don't like the way it was done. Yes. Uh, I think. Um, I think it was done in a way that was cruel, and I think it was done in a way mm -hmm. that was dishonest. You know, I don't think yeah. um, even if are against abortion, there ought to be certain rules in how you mm -hmm. uh, go about uh, making the changes you want made. Mm -hmm. And I also think that there ought to be... Um, that in cases of rape or incest, there ought to be uh, people ought to be allowed to get abortions. Mm -hmm. um, I'm never sure whether I believe that just anyone should be able to get one or not, mm -hmm. but I do believe um, I do believe there are certain cases where it is necessary. Mm -hmm. And and I would agree with that. I mean, this uh, just for the, the the just for the sake of context for for ever, for for our listeners, this is a uh, uh, this law uh, uh, um, limits um, women's ability to provide um, uh, ability to, pro to provide abortion care in Texas beyond about six weeks of pregnancy, and sometimes even earlier. Um. Uh, my 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 um my two cents in this is that there are actually women who are not even aware that they're already pregnant not until they're eight weeks pregnant. You know, um, yes. I do believe my take on this is that I do believe that women should make um a decision. You know, a bodily bodily autonomy about themselves i mean about their 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 their, yeah. their body it's 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 there for i mean there should be for me um there should be a a a, um, a law protecting women and i find this people who's you know in 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 congress and in washington um uh, they 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 say that they are for the rights of women but um, i don't know if you're familiar with um uh, who's the um, Bruce Jenner? You're familiar with Bruce Jenner? I'm not sure I am. Um, well, he's actually the the father of Kim and Khloe Kardashian. Uh, oh, okay. And uh, right, um, um, basically, um, he used to be Bruce Jenner. Now he he has. Uh, he's now a transgendered uh, female. Um, her name now is Caitlin Marie Jenner. Okay, mm -hmm. um, I find it hypocritical that you know how can someone who chooses to be a woman voted against the right 
of every woman to choose. Mm-hmm. I find it hypocritical, right? Um, yeah. So, I mean, what, what would be... I, I guess my next question is, like, say, for example, these athletes, um, these athletes who were transgendered women who's joining women's competition, what, what would be your take on that? Well, you know, it is... Um I'm kind of, uh, I'm not sure, you know. I mean, I uh, believe they ought to be able to compete. Um, I I wonder if, uh, actually, I think I am sure. If they want to Mm -hmm. compete as women, they ought to be allowed to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But for some, they are actually questioning that their strength is not equal. Yeah, that is the one thing I wonder about. That is the one thing I wonder Mm -hmm. about because men do have, uh, I think, are more prone to be athletes than women. Yeah, the the build, you know, yeah. Yeah, so that is the one thing I wonder about. Uh, Is it it that that women... um, are uh, is it that women are able to compete with them uh equally um mm-hmm. yeah i don't know it's um uh it's it's a difficult question i don't know mhm mhm well and uh, uh, you know in basically um i i think for me and, and you're correct uh, i mean they they should have the right to compete but uh, uh you know women um uh, uh, in 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 uh, uh, you know biological women would also has the right to raise their voice about the cert- this certain issue. Um, yeah. Uh, I th- I think my 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 take on this is that uh, regardless of transgendered women, regardless of abortion, may it be a topic of abortion or uh, you know being transgendered. I think women should be part of the conversation whenever. There's certain laws that needs to be implemented, or there are certain rules on sports that needs to be implemented. For me, that's the ultimate non-negotiable thing, don't you think? Yes, I think so. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, um, as as we wind down with this interview, uh, f- what would be? Um, have you heard any feedbacks from your readers, and what what kinds of things do they say about your book? Well, you know, I haven't heard a lot of feedback on the Bible according to Eve, but there was a book Mm -hmm. I wrote a long time ago uh, called Grace or In Search of the Leviathan. And uh, I did, it was only an adolescent book. It was a book for adolescents. But it was Mm -hmm. started as a blog online, and people Mm -hmm. wanted to use my characters. But I don't Mm -hmm. know, maybe that, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, they wanted yeah, they they liked my characters. I wanted to use them, and I I mm. didn't I I I wanted to let them, but I actually said, uh, "Could you show me what you want to write about them?" And and that was usually it. Yeah, mm, so okay. I don't know. I mean, I, I at least you're getting traction. I mean, this that just that is just one proof that you are, uh, you know, uh, you're you're. Like what I've mentioned earlier, it's it's eye-catching and thought-provoking uh, um, on how you craft these kinds of, of uh, written manuscripts, the stories behind mm-hmm. it. Um, uh, I'm excited as to where 
uh, your you know you, this kind of uh, book books would go. Um, you know the, the the one thing is that you have to you have to um, be distinguished from other because there are hundreds if not thousands of books uh, Dasa, that 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 that's been published so you know um, creating a noise so to speak or creating attraction by 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 this kind of format uh, I mean uh, bo- book interviews uh, the, you know, um, social media, um, marketing. Um, I would suggest for you to try also audiobook where you'll be the one. It's like you reading the book to your audience. I would I would suggest for you to venture that out. Are, are, would you be open for that idea? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, you do have a, a wonderful voice, if I may add. Be, and and uh, be not only that you are an author, but I think you, you can definitely deliver um, not only the story but the emotion behind and uh, ultimately the, the 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 message of of the books and um, uh, in line with that I mean why don't you invite everyone to 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 grab a copy of your book yeah I would I, I, I want people to read my book and I'm very happy uh, you know the more the more readers the merrier and Mm-hmm. More than that, even if I only sell a few copies, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I think you will be able to uh, to to get more audience by by talking more in the book, and and I think you are on you are on the right path here with the help of your link printing media. Uh, um, those guys r- really would help you all throughout the process. Again, uh, the the book. Uh, it's on Amazon, The Bible According to Eve, Women of Torah. Um, and uh, Hadassah, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate this. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. And, and I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you more I'll, um, about your future books. And uh, this has been James from the Book Talks podcast. You do have a great one. You too.